Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, and welcome to Made by Mamas, the podcast. I'm Zoe. And I'm Georgia. And we're here talking all things parenthood. You know, the real conversations. Tips and tricks. Products we love. And brands we can't live without. Let's get into it. Welcome back from Marrakesh. Oh my God, you know what? I'm so tired. Don't come on here moaning about I how know. tired you are and you just come back from a bougie and holiday I with your girlfriend. actually had the most relaxing time. We didn't drink that much. We slept loads and then our flight was delayed. And now I wish I just had drunk loads and stayed out late <laughs> because I'd feel the same. <laughs> Do you know what? So many people had their flights delayed and cancelled. <sighs> like the whole of the Ibiza Heart crew were over yeah. there doing Hearts Club Classics. So like Mark... Right and Toby Anstis and Pandora and all the heart team they went over there on Friday yeah. they did live Friday and Saturday night and then on Sunday when they tried to fly back they had an eight hour delay oh. at Ibiza airport and if you've ever been to Ibiza airport yeah, you never want to be hanging off. out there because yeah. you, you just take trips to the Burger King and wander around the Pasha shop on a major come down and they had and then they had their flight cancelled so yeah. I had to cover Pandora. She couldn't get back. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Oh, my yeah, gosh, that's mad. Yeah, I mean, I think that it was pretty chaotic. Like, we actually got to the airport two hours early, like, before our flight, which I guess is, like, standard, but I normally push it a bit on the way yeah. home. We just about would have got through if it hadn't been delayed. It was mental because oh, really? there were so many flights cancelled, so much going on. Like, yeah, it was, yeah, it was chaos. Something but- was going on. Was it good? Oh my God, it was so nice. It really was. It was love. Do you know what? I think normally when I have like a girl's night out or like I've been away for a girl's weekend like in the UK, we're so excited. So then we like drink loads, go to bed really late and then completely burn ourselves out. Mm. Whereas this felt really like chilled and like we just had lovely food and lovely chats and oh, it was just, yeah, you know what? It was really, really nice and I highly recommend doing something like that and if you can't get yourself to marrakesh guys even just to meet up with your girlfriends that's what i mean one afternoon for an hour lovely yeah that's what i mean just just like it doesn't have to be a big thing i know this was a big thing because it was a weekend away but we didn't do anything particularly like you know fancy or it was just having lovely di- like lovely long days by the pool just chatting and just oh gosh yeah. it was sounds just, dreamy stop just it now please chilled and yeah. lovely so yeah. yeah well welcome back you're not allowed to go on holiday now for a while <laughs> i won't no not for a few weeks <laughs> no. no i know it's actually been holiday heavy 
for me, but I'm just enjoying it. You deserve I'm, it. Enjoy your life, George. We don't know how long we're here for. Do you know what I mean? We don't, do we? Exactly. So much doom and gloom going on. So yeah. Why not? That's it. Um, now we're going to get straight into this podcast Q&A today um, because we are going to do something that isn't actually around parenting. We thought yep. that we would actually have a chat about everything non-parenting and kid related. So basically you know, beauty, fashion, fitness, career, relationships, advice, whatever you've got, whatever you're thinking about or feeling a lot of at the minute, we can help you with it. So let's kick us off. George, do you want to go? Let's do it. I'm excited for this one. Um, let's go. Oh, this is interesting because this is quite timely, I guess, for me. Do your husbands make you feel guilty for having child-free time? Oh, my God. So let I'm going to start because yeah, I um, had an incident that came up yesterday um, and in answer to your question, in short, generally no. Yeah. But I have been feeling of late, and Doz has now told me that it's n- like that I've made this up and that it's in my head, and actually he loves it when I go off and see my friends or go and do something away from the kids. But that was not the reception that I got back, that I got from him yesterday afternoon when I came. I went to see my mate, went to Shoreditch House, I worked all morning, I was taking calls, Zoom meetings, you know how busy it is. But yeah. then spent two hours with some friends on the rooftop of Shoreditch House. And when I got home, so I got on the train, my phone died. By the way, it was 5.30 in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. I then woke up and I'd missed my stop on the train. I wasn't drunk. I was just exhausted. Had to get the train back and then drove home. When I walked in the house, it was a shit show. Kit was screaming. There were builders everywhere. Um, oh. A lovely Linny who looks after the kids was still there trying to get the dinner. And he just handed Kit over to me and was like, looked at me as if I'd, you know, called his mother a slag. And... Um, <laughs> And then was gone and was like, I'm going to the gym. Wow. What is yeah. that about? Is yeah. it because I my phone had died, even though I said my phone had died? Anyway, I, I I was like, we ended up having a bit of a row and I thought, what is that? Is that that is that that he's jealous that I had a couple of hours off? Because I don't feel like that when he goes and spends time with his friends. I couldn't figure it out. Anyway, after a lot of talking slash rowing, we then got to the fact that um I had walked in and it was all going on and I wanted a bit of attention from him being like, hey, Zoe, great to have you back. And he basically, he needed space from it. So what we both wanted in those moments, we couldn't give to one another. And that's why we had an argument. So generally, in short, mine is 100%, does it, encourages it, supports it. But I can't say that it never happens. Yeah, that's not. Do you know what? Yeah. I was going to say that because my instinct was to say, oh, no, like definitely doesn't make me feel guilty. But actually, sometimes I do feel guilty whether or not he's made me feel like that or not is, you know, is different. Yeah, I think it's all circumstantial, isn't it? Because like, say, for instance, if he's having a bad day. Um, like for this weekend, it wasn't an ideal weekend for me to be going away to Marrakesh, really, because it was Father's Day. It was Gigi's birthday today. So I didn't get home till like half two this morning. Um, we had loads of house viewings this weekend and James has just started a new job. So he had to rush back from work on Friday to get Axel from after school club, yeah. then make sure the house was like completely like spick and span yeah. yeah four house viewings on Saturday then make sure that all Gigi's presents were wrapped the balloons were out all of that kind of stuff drop Axel to breakfast club at 7 30 in the morning on Monday morning you know like the added thing was that it was Father's Day and he's just started a new job you know like and we've got the house viewings so I, I felt like he actually didn't make me feel bad about it at all like they hadn't said anything but I did you know like I had a little bit of like oh I feel a bit I I do feel a bit bad and had any of those things like 
gone wrong or slipped like if there had been a bit of a like disaster anywhere he probably would have made me feel bad for being away Mm. (laughs) even though it was never about being away it was just it would have been about the situation really interesting isn't it because actually it's really important I think and I think communication like we always say with these things is key and maybe they don't necessarily feel that they need to communicate in those moments Doz has got a lot better at it but Mm. I think for us, for whatever fucked up reason it is, you could go into the, you know, why it's different for men and women or mothers and fathers. But yeah. I do feel that if you're just like, you know what, on Thursday, I'm going out with the girls or I'm going to go away on a retreat or whatever it is you want to do. If you communicate with that, them, give them, you know, I- I- enough warning in advance, there shouldn't be an issue. If they do make you feel guilty about it, have it out with them and just say, yeah, find out why. what's going on here? Because I'm entitled to have time away from the children and you mm. need to support it. I also wouldn't take on any of that emotional guilt that they are passing no, on to you if no. that is the case I'm sorry that's what I was going to say because it's it will always be something else as well yeah. like they'll feel like they don't get it or they'll feel like uh, there'll be a reason or they just have to handle it all by themselves yeah they're just not as good at it as we are <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, we go? Um, next handbag designer on the wish list Ooh. Ooh. do you know what I think I've said it recently on here I'm not really looking at designer handbags so Me much neither. anymore because they are so expensive. Like, I just, when we, I just remember you used to be able to buy a designer handbag for 500 quid, right? Which is a lot of money, but it's not like stupid, stupid, stupid. Now, if I go into like Selfridges or look on Netta Porter or anywhere like that, I just think I'm not spending £3,000 on a bag. It's like, a joke. I'm just not doing it. So I've sort of, I there's a brand called Polen, which I love. It's a Parisian brand. They're beautiful leather bags. Um, you might have seen me. I've got like a dusty yes, pink, lovely. pink one. I'll be getting another one of those probably if I'm, if I'm in the market for another bag. They're about three, four hundred pounds and they have beautiful like shapes. They come in all different colors and they are really, really great quality and beautifully made but I mean if the sky's the limit I don't know I probably I probably still would go for a nice Chanel bag if I'm honest but no I was literally about to say that I definitely definitely I'm not going to buy one because we're doing the house up but if I was to it would be the Chanel cushion bag the smaller one yeah yes exactly lovely and I think color wise if I was going to go for a bag I, I might go for a metallic Oh, nice. Because I think, you know, you always want to go for black or, you know, a, a nudie tone or whatever. But actually, a metallic goes with so much and it's also really special. Um, but I mean, this is all hypothetical because <laughs> I'm not buying one. <laughs> this is from Frankie. Juggling politics of mum groups when not everyone has the same finances. Do you know what? I think this is really, really interesting because you can meet, can't you, a group of mums at the school gates or NCT or whatever. And nine times out of 10, you're going to be from all different backgrounds and have all different circumstances. But the one thing you have in common is probably your kids. And so, yes, there are going to be different, like, financial restrictions, I guess, between all of you. And I think that is hard because it's... It's tricky. It's just tricky. It's a tricky dynamic. You never would want to go out for dinner and someone be feeling really like, oh gosh, I can't really, I can't really afford this. And someone else is ordering champagne and they're cringing about splitting the bill. And it is a horrible, like, it's not a nice dynamic. Mm -hmm. Um, And I do think you just have to be open about these things. Like, 
and when you're suggesting things, I guess you just be you just have to be mindful of everybody's yeah. situations. Yeah, I completely agree. I completely I'll just jump in. I completely agree. I think the open and honest conversations about people's budgets is the most kind of valued mm. um I guess conversation that you can have in many in many respects because w- if you are in a situation where you don't um, have as much to play with as everybody else, it can cause resentment because you think, "Hang on a minute, why have they been so inconsiderate and put me in this situation where I'm having to fork out money for a meal that I don't have?" Um, yeah. I think um, I think just transparency across finances. Like we've had uh, the Money Mum on the podcast before, and she yeah. was just like, "Why are people so hung up about talking about money?" And yeah. you know, we're quite happy to discuss our children or our relationships or our friends or whatever it may be but when it comes to money there is a real sticking point there so if you know what we do on a Friday sometimes after school is that we just go to each other's houses and just bring a bottle of rosé we have you know chips and dips and we just keep it really low-key so that nobody is in that position and then you know if you want to go out and do something more then it's like you know what do we want to do what can everyone afford we just keep it really open yeah exactly almost no because this is the other thing as well like you have equally a nicer time if you say to everyone oh everyone come to ours on friday or whatever bring a dish like bring something everyone loves doing that because yeah. all the boundaries are that they're set aren't they everyone knows what they need to do you have as much of a nice time doing that as you would if you were going somewhere really snazzy because there's always pressure to get dressed up to do this to do that more pressure 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 um and yeah i think just just be transparent yeah. like oh and and i think as well you y- you need to be the one to start it sometimes. So if you're feeling a bit like, oh, I don't think I can afford that, you just have to say it. And I bet nine times out of 10, there's about three or four other people feeling exactly the same. Agreed. Um, so yeah. Um, where should we go? Um, I'm going back to work after five years off raising my kids. It's super daunting. Yeah, it is. And I and we really understand that one. And you get all kinds of you know feelings of guilt and imposter syndrome and lack of confidence and, you know, who am I going to be now that I'm at work? And, you know, who am I going to be without the kids around me all the time? And all of those, I'm sure a million other thoughts have popped into your head since you've agreed to go back to work. Firstly, Mm. congratulations. Well done. Like it's a really big step. It's your choice, you know, and hopefully you've made a really, you know, you've got a really fantastic opportunity to go to and you, you know, you, you will always be a better worker now that you're a (laughs) mum. And you say, oh, I've had five years off, but you haven't. You've li- it's literally like having a sabbatical for five years. You've just gone off and learned different skills. Like maybe try and see it like that rather than you've been out of the game for five years. You haven't. You've just been learning a different skill set and you're going to come back so much better, like exactly like Zoe said. Things will have changed. You know, sometimes when you're off on holiday for two weeks, you come back and <laughs> things have changed. Yeah. And everyone will know that too. And I think if you keep, you know, telling, reminding people of that um, and being transparent, then it will make the transition a lot easier. And also remember, I mean, I've spoken about this before, but when I went back to work after Luna and it was actually sort of three or four months, I remember crying in the car, driving mm. down from Cheltenham to London to do my first radio show and thinking I was the worst parent in the world and hating every second of it. And that went on for like three or four months. <laughs> and then it started to get easier and it started to get easier and easier and easier. And it just does, you know, and it's, it's not always going to be linear as well. It's not always going to be right. on an upward trajectory. Some days are going to be good and some days are going to be bad. And you have to kind of, I guess, celebrate the good and recognize when things are a bit tough. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, George, you'll be able to say this. Where is the best spa? 
Oh, oh gosh. Do you know what? I really know where the best bar is, but it is wildly expensive. I for my 30th birthday, I was given a voucher from my like best friends from like you know, growing up to go there and it was at the Corinthia. I knew you were going to say that. And it really is absolutely wonderful. Like wonderful wonderful you could go there by yourself like I did and spend the day there and you're in the middle of London and you feel a million miles a million mm-hmm. miles away from that so I would definitely say there but I do think that so many places are really up in their game in this department now um so that oh gosh, there's like there's amazing spas everywhere and it completely depends you know where you are we work with spa breaks don't we sometimes I was literally about to say that yeah and so that's a really good place to start because you can set out your budget and location um anywhere I think that there's an s S spa they're usually really good yeah um look for the like the good brand name products and usually then that will be a decent spa there's a really great um hidden gem of a hotel called the newt which is in somerset yes which is an absolute dream of a weekend if you get the chance. Again, you know, not cheap, but a really sort of special one. Not many people know about the new. It's actually a working farm and everything that you eat there, all the produce is grown on the farm um, and all the, you know, all the food. And yeah, it's just glorious. And the spa there is ridiculous. So that's mm-hmm. all, that's that's a really great place to start. Also like around the corner from me, Fox Hills has got a really great oh, spa. Yeah. You pay to use yeah. it for the day, which is nice. Um, so yeah, have a look on spa breaks. That's a good place to start and you get some really good deals. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there are amazing spas everywhere, so I'm sure you will find one. We'll be right back after this short break. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome back to this episode of Made by Mamas. Now, where were we? Georgia, this is a question for you. It's from Laura. How are you finding your therapy sessions, G? Do you know what? I'm not doing them at the moment and I'd be lying if I said I was. So I did them for mm, a few months and I would never not say I would not do it. Do you know what I mean? I I would know that it's there. And like if I ever felt like I did last year, then I would definitely do it again and pick them back up again. But I sort of felt like I'd got to a good place. Like, and I was like, oh, okay, I think I can handle this. Cause I, I wanted to do it to talk through like feeling really overwhelmed and like all of that sort of thing. And I don't feel so much like that now. I feel like much more like I can handle things and I put like set boundaries now and I make sure I do certain things for myself. And I've got loads of stuff that's like non negotiable. Yeah, I feel, yeah, I, I feel in a much better place. So I'm still having a little pause. 
Okay, well, that's good. Yeah. It's not a graduation, it's a pause. It's a semester. Yeah, it's, a pause. it's the end of semester. Yeah, exactly. It's just a pause. I mean, I think that's the way to look at it anyway. It's like you need might need a little top up here and there. Um, so yeah, that's that's where I am. Best fun but relatively affordable destination for a girl's fortieth long weekend. Oh, I wonder if that's in Europe or UK. Actually, someone else here has put where to go for a child-free girls' weekend, European or UK. So why don't we do both? We can do a okay European and UK. So I think for um, a European break for a child-free weekend, Mallorca is a really good shout. Yes, Palma. Mm. Parma is one of the best cities in the entire world. Yeah. Absolutely adore it. You get the best of both worlds because you can mooch around the city. Same goes for Barcelona. That's what I was going to say, Barcelona. When you get a beach and a city, I think that is an absolute winner for a girls weekend. 100%. And they've got some incredible beach clubs there. um, And yeah, amazing restaurants, really great nightlife. It's sort of, for me, it's like one step down from Ibiza because obviously Ibiza is incredibly expensive and also is like proper, you know, it's not chilled vibe. Well, it can be, but I yeah. guess, you know, you've got like the super clubs there. Whereas, whereas sort of, I think Palmer and, and various places in Mallorca is a little bit, little bit cheaper and, you know, just slightly different. And also like with Barcelona, you can get, there are so many flights there from England yeah. that you can pick up a really cheap flight. Yeah. And again, like loads of Airbnbs. Actually, when I went with my friends, when I was pregnant with Gigi and didn't know, um, <laughs> I, we found this experience on Airbnb. It was like a paella maker class and we literally went to somebody's house and and it was I want to say it was 20 pounds a head something like that so there's loads of really good stuff um in Barcelona I'm sure there are in you know in other places as well but yeah I Airbnb experiences for good value like activities is yeah really I'd also say somewhere like Marrakesh I went there on a Hindu and obviously you just got back from there and that was really fantastic as well like they do those cooking experiences you know you've got loads of culture you've got the Medina you've got there's there's loads of different things to see so I guess it kind of depends on what you want to do but that's only a three and a half hour flight away yeah it's not yeah it it feels a lot further away than it is Um, and then UK (laughs) everyone knows what I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Glasgow obviously oh my god I did not know you were gonna say that favorite place ever in the world well not really in the world no it's that is a wild exaggeration (laughs) I do really love Glasgow and I really rate it for a weekend because it's small um so you can walk everywhere like even from the west end of the city like you're only going to be 20 minute walk the restaurant scene there is amazing um and there are some really great hotels you can either fly or get the train the airport is like 20 minutes from the city center it's just really easy again actually edinburgh is really good too um i had a weekend in edinburgh with friends just before christmas um there are so so many good places and again like on a like it's a small scale london almost Mm. so you can walk around and you're not getting cabs and it's not quite as busy and it's way less expensive people are a lot nicer so yeah i'd say either of those i'm gonna say brighton because i am such a sussex girl at heart i love brighton for so many reasons i'm sure people have taken day trips there but if you go down for the weekend you get properly immersed in you know the seaside vibes you've also got places like Hastings on the doorstep which I love and like yeah just I just love the whole part of that world is beautiful for me loads yeah. of great places to go out loads of great restaurants and also Norfolk I had a really fantastic weekend in Norfolk but it's just different vibes it's like you could probably rent an Airbnb and you could be near the sea but you've got like you know you've just got a sort of different feeling it's not so much of a zhuzhi break a city break no, it's, it's not. more 
more chilled. Yeah, it, yeah. I go to see a friend in Norfolk um, quite a lot, and we quite often will go into like Norwich as well, and you know, like have a little bit of like mooching around there. But then also, you've got like the countryside and the beach, and like yeah. there is a lot there. I like this one. You have an hour to yourself. What's your favorite thing to do? Go to the gym. <laughs> How sad is that? Is that sad or good? I don't know. Go to yoga, go to the gym, probably just do some exercise. It used to be go for a run, but obviously my running days are over now, now. but it's not that. Yeah, but it would definitely be to do some sort of exercise. So some sort of activity outdoors in nature or go for like a proper big walk with the kids. Oh no, there are no kids there. I've got an hour to myself. Okay, definitely exercise. Definitely exercise. I mean, mine's definitely not exercise. What is it? Um, Actually, no, do you know what? There's two things. Depends. Sometimes I love just going for a walk by myself with my AirPods in and getting a really lovely coffee. Like I really enjoy that. And I only realized that in the last six months, how much I enjoy that. Um, But I really love a facial or a massage. I really, really do. I would, I think I spend 50 pounds on a facial or a massage at home with Secret Spa. And I would take that over so much other stuff. stuff. Like, I really love it. That feels like a real treat for me. So that would be what I would do. Love that. Right, this is from Hattie. Love you guys. I'm five weeks pregnant. Um, Is it normal for the bump to show early? Even in yourself if you had another child you don't you could show in a completely different way um so yeah I'm sure it is normal unless your midwife has said otherwise then I'm absolutely sure that it is yeah and also you're just nothing is the same for anybody everything is different and people are going to say to you if you're showing early they're going to be like oh your bump's showing a bit big for five weeks and they'll probably make some comment about oh you due soon all this stuff do you know what just block out all the noise you know your body um, some people show really quickly. Some people don't show till they're 25 weeks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it just doesn't, everyone's different. No yeah. rhyme or reason. Exactly. Um, this is interesting. Just out of a 15 year relationship with two kids in tow, how should I look for love again? Oh, wow. What a big moment in your life. That is humongous. Yeah. So I was just away with my friend Faye, whose husband left her two years ago. I want to say maybe it's slightly less than two years ago. Um, and she was loving Hinge this weekend. Oh, yeah, like, was she? Yeah, oh, my goodness. And it's very, I mean, I've only ever looked at those dating apps, apps with friends who haven't got kids. Like, I've never really looked at them with friends who have got kids. So I didn't realise, like, how clear people are about you know whether they want to find someone with kids or not and it's all very upfront there's no like you know her profile shows that she has children like that that part of it is very open and out there and it's absolutely fine and she'll only match with somebody who's happy with that do you know what I mean so I think actually for someone you know someone who's not been out dating for 15 years or so online dating is amazing because you can do it in like the comfort of your own home and spend time like getting to know people before you go on a date with them because this is what she was saying she was saying that actually she doesn't find it hard to talk to people or you know get on with people but what she finds quite hard is working out who she can like actually go and meet because her time is so precious that she only wants to make time for somebody who is worth it basically so definitely like 
get you know get on the apps but also Frollo is a is an app isn't it for single parents that's another really good one yeah so Frollo we had um uh, the found the co-founder Zoe on the podcast before and that is completely dedicated to single parents yeah so that is really great place to start um and also I guess the first step in being ready to find love again is saying that you're ready to find love again so you're yeah. in a really excited place if you're ready to open that door you just got to go in and you know and jump in with both feet and see what the future holds and that's a really although it might feel like a bit of a daunting place to be you know you're out of a 15-year relationship you're going to take the best bits and the worst bits and you're going to manifest somebody who will be able to you know I guess make you happier yeah so and good how luck. exciting how and exciting actually, yeah just to add to that as well um there are such things as dating coaches and stuff now which I think it's quite useful, especially if you're, you know, you, you haven't been dating for 15 years or so. It might be really good to talk it out with somebody else, like Kindling Dating. I think I mentioned a while ago. That's a, my my friend's company. Um, they'll talk you through it, and then so you don't carry anything from your last relationship into your new ones. Mm. Um, I think it's a really, really great idea um, if you can. So yeah, good luck. Good luck. How exciting. Let us know how you get on. Someone's asked, how did you get through your rocky times with your husband that you've mentioned? before um well we've both had rocky times with our husbands yes we have <laughs> we absolutely have indeed My, mine mine is is you know communication but therapy therapy has saved our marriage and we 100% couldn't have couldn't have got where we've got to without it I think you need to ask yourself the question if you are willing to fork out the money for it because obviously mm. it's an expensive thing to do if you're having it weekly but for me and Doz it was absolutely key I mean I it was a bit of an ultimatum for me I just said look we need it and if we don't if we don't do it that's going to be a major problem because tell you what it was I think we were getting into so many difficulties with the real intense moments of um you know trying to talk things out like Mm -hmm. as in there was no talking out there was it was going from zero to catastrophic one of us was threatening to leave and it was happening really quickly because we were frightened I think and you know our our sort of me and Dawson are both programmed to kind of push away that was where we had sort of historically seen our relationships going and obviously not having our parents around and there was a lot of stuff that we were bringing we actually needed somebody to really break that down and ask us to have a look at why we were doing it that in in those moments of need we were polar opposite to each other that actually we needed to try and come into one another and it's really really helped I mean I cannot sing Michael's praises enough he has just been the best thing so I think that would be my starting point you can get therapy through if you've got private health insurance but also if you go and see your doc like there are there are places that you can get therapy. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if you also can get like couples therapy. Help. Can you get couples therapy through your GP? Probably, I'm sure you probably can in some instances. It obviously really depends, doesn't it? Also, it probably depends where you live as well. Yeah. Um, better help. That's a really affordable way to get therapy. Um, I mean, yeah, like I said, we've both had really sticky times in our marriage. I would say, and I was actually talking about it this weekend, we're in a really good place at the moment. And I was trying to put my finger on how did we get here? Um, and you know what? Ultimately, I think it comes down to the fact that we both are just doing things that we enjoy doing more now. Yeah. Like we're both happier people in general. Like James had obviously just retired from football a couple of years ago. That is such a huge change. And I didn't realize how much of a big change it was. So then maybe I probably wasn't as supportive as I could have been. But then 
you feel like you haven't got room to be supportive when you're really busy as well. Um, and I think, yeah, I think we're just a lot more like, we just look out for each other more. That's probably the only way yeah. I can describe it. We've yeah. stopped being against each other and we started just working for each other now. And that starts like by just doing little things. And if, if, you're, if the other person in your relationship doesn't do it, if you just carry on doing the nice things and slowly, I think they start to come round to that as well. And you kind of get back into a really nice, basically just being really kind to each other and being yeah. open with each other. And that sounds so simple, but it takes ages to get yeah. to that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's what I would, that's what I would say. Good advice, G. Thanks. Um, there's loads here about feeling stuck in a career and not sure how to get out of it. Career change, so scared as I have a mortgage and two little girls, but I hate my job and I feel so down. There's lots about that. Um, and I think a career change can feel really scary. We actually recorded a podcast with the lovely Emma um, just back in January, I think it yep. was, about career changes. She has some really good tips. And it doesn't always have to mean a financial... It doesn't have, always have to be a financial impact if you change careers. Uh, my, my husband, James, like he's almost sidestepped in his career lately. He's gone from one industry to another. And it's not been... a big financial change um because people are more open to your like you what do you call it transferable skills now yeah and yeah. as long as you're really clear on those then that might not be so much of a a big deal I mean I think the the, the thing when you're a parent is changing career feels like a huge toll like mentally doesn't it mm-hmm and so I think that's the thing that you need to get get past and work out exactly what it is you want to do and make all of those steps because you, you don't want to be unhappy in your career. You just don't. George, I feel like that's a lovely place to leave today's podcast. Some yes. wonderful advice from George today. She's going to be Thank starting you. her weekly column with the uh, Daily Star or the Weekly Daily Star, whatever it is. Not Mystic Meg. It's uh, Gorgeous George. Uh, come to her with any of your uh, advice or bits and pieces <laughs> that you need. Your life your life admin stuff and she'll be there for you. Isn't that right, George? I was trying to think of an, a word to go with Zoe, but I was like, ooh, Zesty Zoe. No, isn't it right? Zesty Zoe brings you your daily health. Um, thank you so much for sending in your questions as always we would love you to rate review subscribe and please give the podcast a little follow yeah and we've really enjoyed your questions and we will go through and try and answer some more maybe on instagram and um, but if you have got any suggestions for these friday q a's they are for you so please send suggestions over on instagram at made by mamas and we'll be back on tuesday Made by Mamas is an insanity podcast production and today's episode was produced by the lovely charlotte mason Insanity Group. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? 
And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. You did something for the first. 